Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows. All you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride. Cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask. Say the word and I'll be there. Just ask. You know the greatest Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Uh, Jess, I'm trying to think of bits to say to you as we do. And like the only thing that came to mind was the good old tried and true of... which like reminded me of the good days when we used to good old days cover dawson's creek like remember how great that was remember when andy was on the show remember when andy and dawson got drunk yeah yeah yep that was good days that was now i mean like i mean oh i don't want to i mean I don't want to like roast anything. We we got enough roasting out of our system last weekend. Yeah, but the or, thing yeah, is, the thing is, yeah, this episode, while not as bad as uh the last episode, yeah, is not great. Like the, mm-hmm. it's just, I feel like season five kind of forgot who some of these characters are. Like, yeah. I don't feel like they're acting like they would previously. And I don't yeah. think they've given us good reason as to why they've they changed, have changed so much. And so that's what's bo- that what that's what's been bothering me the most about these episodes in season five. And like, we had a bunch of good episodes, right? Like we're not we don't hate season five. Nope, not but, at all. But there's just some where I'm like I feel like we've lost because Dawson's been having a good like a good run a good stretch here um 
However, I would say characters like Pacey and Joey to me don't feel like who they once were. And I don't feel like you could point to, oh, well, this happened in its character growth and blah, blah, blah. It just feels like they flipped a switch and they decided, you know what? Pacey doesn't give a fuck about Joey anymore. Nope. They dated for a while. They were so in love. He bought her a wall. And now he doesn't give a single fuck about her, you know? Yeah. I, I guess the the big thing is that couldn't stand PC in regards to Joey in this episode. It was so like unempathetic and so out of character for exactly. PC that it was nearly unrecognizable where his main focus was uh <clears throat> was having sex with Audrey and he didn't even hear Audrey out. And then on top of that, the fact that he had sex with Audrey and then didn't call her like man like what are you doing like i know that yeah everybody kind of goes through their like play boy era where they're kind of like f boy era rather yeah i mean like i'm not gonna lie like 19 year old boys blow like from i think that they lose their minds between like 18 and 24 like just throw the whole man out yeah i think it's it's just upsetting because it doesn't really track with who Pacey is. And I feel like we're probably in a position where we both want to like the Audrey Pacey of it all, right? I feel yeah. like you take these individual characters. We love Audrey. Pacey has had a lot of ups and downs, but he's had moments where we really, really liked him. And I feel like you kind of want to like them as a couple because personality wise, I do think they mesh very well, right? They both have that like very joking nature about them. They have great senses of humor. Um, I feel like they do personality wise. I feel like they would mesh well together, but I feel like the circumstances behind them getting together and like the way they're doing it is what's completely turning me off of this relationship, which is sad because I want to enjoy them as a couple. And on top of that fact, I feel like we just got to the point where Dawson and Jen are like in a good space because they went through the hoops of moving in together and like the difficulties with that, with invading each other's space. And they were fine. Like they got through that portion. Great. And now we're like, we're throwing in more issues for them. It just doesn't track. It feels like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what season this is reminding me of where it's like, oh, we don't want things to get boring. We have to like insert meaningless drama mm -hmm. when there's other things they could be doing that are going to cause drama besides being like, oh, well, now that Joey got mugged, Dawson obviously is going to be with her a lot and that's going to cause more strife for Jen. And I just ultimately, Sarah... I just feel very bad for Jen because she's always getting like completely fucked over in all these situations all the time. It's um really because I kind of just feel like it's not Dawson's fault. I feel like Jen is an interesting is in an interesting position because I think that what she says is very apt. Like she says, like, I wish that you and I could like go on a clean slate. And I yeah. think that that's a really good point because oftentimes where you have a long-term friendship um, past or a lot of things happen between two people, or I'm thinking if a couple breaks up and then they get back together, 
oftentimes it really is hard to forget that you had this whole other life and be in the moment right now. So I understand like where Jen is struggling with this, but even so, I feel like Jen is like kind of checked out of the relationship a little bit. And I, I blame the fact, I don't blame Dawson at all. Like I don't think Dawson's doing anything wrong. I blame her distrust in relationships and love and i blame the fact that like i think that she's kind of a committophobe no i don't okay so let me back up i don't blame dawson for like spending time with joey right uh that's his friend uh she's gone through a really rough thing in her life um and he's there for her i don't blame them but i agree with you i feel bad for jen because I think she's always going to be in the position of is Dawson still in love with Joey? I feel like there's just always going to be that question mark for her. Like, oh, does Dawson still have feelings for Joey or the what if? Because in every situation, it feels like Dawson and Joey never really got their honest try at things. Like when they did date, it only took a few months for it to fall apart. And uh, this most recent time they were going to get together, then Dawson's dad died and then all this other stuff happened. Right. So Uh, I just feel bad for Joe or for, for Jen in that, like, um, I think it really gets into her head and I think it, and I, I totally agree with you that I think she struggles in a committed relationship because I think she's always just questioning things. Right. But what bothered me this episode was it felt like it all came out of nowhere like who the fuck is this music guy she's talking to that like is going to completely change her mind on like her relationship with Dawson like it all just felt I don't forced. feel like that because I feel like she's been doubting the relationship for like three episodes I think well, she was a slow burn interesting I, I think that she... I just like I think I'm just un- unhappy because I really liked Dawson and Jen together yeah, and I'm just like... happy because yeah. it stinks because they should work but for whatever reason, they're doomed. Like it's, I talk about this because of like the like the ticking death beetle, where like it just chirps and chirps and chirps because you know that the doom is coming. I've been feeling that way about Jen and Dawson for a while, and I think that I don't know. Like now that Professor Wilder is potentially out of the picture, like are we teeing up for another go? Uh, Joey and Dawson and yeah. I don't really know if that's something that I'm extremely interested in but I do think that this show like I, I think like they're owed like I said like if Joey and Dawson never have sex in this entire series then I would be extremely flabbergasted so like we have to like tee up this okay yeah I, I guess I just hate that it's like at the expense of, at the expense of, Jen. of Jen but the thing is is that like this show is more and more becoming uh quote-unquote Joey's town um as per on our Instagram movie freak 91 <laughs> says to us she said what's uh in regards to the last episode um that she said that episode is so horrible i seriously question what the writers were trying to accomplish Mm -hmm. at this point with the show it's joey's town at this point and i think it really is interesting because as of now joey potter's the only character that's been in every single episode so um 
I kind of forgot where I was going with this, but it was going to be a really great point, I'm sure. <laughs> well, we could talk more about it because we'll we'll dive into this into this entire episode. Season five. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. So go. I was gonna say every character is worth sacrificing for Joey in this point. You know what oh, I like, mean? According to the writers. According yeah. to the writers. Like, yeah, let's throw out Michelle Williams, who is doing the work and who has been here since day one yeah. for the sake of Joey Potter. Why? Because Katie Holmes was the 90s it girl? I think that's probably, honestly, I think yes. I think that's why. I think that is the Not reason Not only why. she's a better actress than Michelle Williams. I think that the show loved, I think... I don't know this for sure, but if I had to guess, I think you had your your doughy doughy shippers, Jossie shippers, DJ, DJ shippers, DJ and PJ, and then you had your PJ shippers, your yeah. your Jossie Juice shippers, right? And I think the show loved playing with that. I don't think you had as many people shipping Dawson and Jen, right? And so I think that they're they want to mess with that, and they want. Because that's how they get their ratings and that's how they get their views and that's how they get people uh, passionate about the show. Um, yeah. And so I think maybe that's what they're what they're doing. And yeah, um, but but anyway, so I also want to say that um, I don't think that Dawson was making moves on Joey at all. So. Oh, I don't think so either. No, no, no. I, I think, think at so this either. point, at this very point, it's just. A manifestation of Jen's imagination, in my yeah. opinion. Um, and before we start recapping the episode, I do want to say that all over social media, uh, the cast has been celebrating 25 years of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. So I think that I've seen posts by Katie Holmes, by James Vanderbeek, by Gail, whatever that actress's name is. <laughs> um, so happy 25 year anniversary to Dawson's Creek. I haven't read any of the captions because I'm like afraid that's going to be like yeah. spoilers or like comments or whatever but um, I it is something that I've noticed and um, I've also noticed nothing from Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson, you don't have to be ashamed of this. Maybe this season uh, this season you have to be ashamed. Yeah. But in general you don't have to be ashamed. Yeah. Come on. So you go, got your start, go, bud. Yeah, go appreciate. Yeah. Uh the fact that you were in Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, season five, episode 16, a lonely place. Before we dive into the uh proper episode recap, I do have to say, yeah, uh, I did see the movie The Fablemans. Um, oh. which for those of you who don't know, um, is a recent movie by steven spielberg basically about his life it is like a coming of age film based on his life he co-wrote it he co-produced it and of course the one and only michelle williams starred in it um as his playing character of his mother um i have to say i absolutely loved this movie it was so good i highly recommend anyone going to see it i don't even think you have to be a spielberg fan to to like enjoy it um and i i it did inspire me like i think and i think part of the reason sarah is because john williams did the musical score and um if for people who aren't like big movie buffs or maybe don't pay attention to that type of thing john williams and steven spielberg have a long history of working with one another on films more specifically on jaws on jurassic park um a lot of the big big 
films um, that Spielberg has done, John Williams has also been involved in. Um, uh, E.T. So anything where like Indiana Jones, anything where you're thinking of like, wow, that movie had a really great score, really great music. It's probably John Williams. Um, And it did really hit me that like, I kind of get it. Like I kind of get Dawson's obsession with Spielberg a little bit more now because he really is one of a kind and it's made me want to go back and watch more Spielberg films. So I just wanted wow. to throw that out there. Um, he was on to something. Dawson yeah. was the whole time. Yeah. And I will say um, Michelle Williams is delightful in it. I thought she had a wonderful performance. Um, she looks a lot older, obviously. For me, it was just a bit jarring because I'm so used to seeing her at the age of Jen in Dawson's Creek. So it's a little jarring, but I will tell you that um, her emotional performances, I felt like this character was very interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think that she played her with the complexity that the character deserved. And I just, I thought she did such a fantastic job. So I do do recommend going, seeing it. It's really, it's a really, really, I think it got some awards recognition. Yeah. I was just going to say that I know that Michelle Williams has been on the award show circuit um, going on the red carpets. And most notably, I wanted to also mention that at the critic choice awards, last week busy phillips was michelle williams date to yeah her choice awards it's, it's beautiful it's so cute they're still best friends um, after all this time yeah so the fableman's got five nominations at the golden globes and it won best motion picture drama um and best director for spielberg and then it also got a bunch of nominations at the critics choice awards um mm-hmm. and it won best young performer uh for the the guy who played uh young spielberg um so yeah it is uh it's just it's really good i do highly recommend it it's a bit of a longer movie but i wasn't bored at any point so that usually says a lot to me if i can sit through a two hour and change movie and not be bored Mm -hmm. um usually a good sign so i do recommend it i just felt like it was kind of worth bringing up here given uh given what we're talking about and who was in the movie so um yeah go see that movie it's really good very Um, good all right let's let's dive on in uh, to a lonely place where we start off feels very reminiscent of season one Dawson's Creek where Joey and Dawson are watching a movie uh, yeah. but now instead they're sitting on Joey's dorm room floor um, watching a movie and Joey is like not enthused by this movie she says it's so boring yeah I kind of appreciate Joey in this episode kind of when she was younger, she would have done anything to impress Dawson. And if that's like making up f- false, insightful comments reg- regarding the movie just to impress him, she would have. But at this point, she's just like, yeah, that was like freaking boring. Or like, I don't really want to go into this movie. Or even later where she was like, yeah, I ha- I lied. And I pretended yes. to tell you stuff that I thought was interesting about the movie just to impress you. And I think like this comes with maturity for Joey where it's like she's not Dawson's like little sidekick anymore. She's an yeah. older, more mature version of Joey who's like coming into her own. This makes a lot of sense to me. And I'll and I because I think some people might like disagree and say like oh this doesn't fit joey's character that she would lie blah 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 no i think it's perfectly fine i think this is kind of what happens when you're a kid um i think you and your friend group have similar interests and you kind of glom on to whatever interests other people have when you're young Mm -hmm. it's before you've really developed 
um, you know, you haven't really explored a ton of, of activities and interests and hobbies. And so I think like when Dawson is so passionate about movies, when they're kids, Joey probably is like, yeah, sure. I like movies too. Um, but as she gets older, she develops different interests. And I love that she is like at this point in her life, like actually that movie was really boring. Um, and it seems like trash and I can't believe this is what you do all day. Yeah. Um, that, that, and also I don't, I mean, Jess, you're kind of like a person that's like a lot stronger in their convictions, but I've been in a position when I was younger where I pretended to be interested in music so that a guy and I can have similar interests mm. or movies or, I mean, I played freaking the video game like Diablo just so that I can do something with a guy so <laughs> that he can be impressed with me. Yeah. So, or I remember being interested in different music, like hard metal because of a guy like that's, I, I mean, not every woman does this, but it isn't uncommon for girls to shift their feelings to, or their interests or lie a little bit to impress a guy so that they can have things in common because they want them to like them or even friends like yeah. you were mentioning before. So yeah, it's, it's just like when you're younger, I think that you don't really know what you're interested in as much, or mm -hmm. you're more adaptable to doing what your friends want to do because they're your friends. And I mm -hmm. think Joey and Dawson were like each other's only friends, right? Besides Pacey. And I think she, it was easier because Dawson was so passionate about movies for her to yeah. just glom onto that. And I like that she's saying like, oh, no, it's not my thing as much anymore. And I really, I really liked that in particular. Um, but he's, uh, he's going to leave here and Joey knows exactly what's going on. Apparently she's been like being babysat uh, since yeah. the mugging incident, which I did think was nice. Like I felt like, um, again, as much as I was annoyed that like Pacey wasn't super involved in all of this. Cause I feel like they they have a history there that should be recognized. Um, I thought it was nice that like Joey does recognize that she's being babysat, but she also says, but it's still been really nice seeing you Dawson. Like it's really been nice hanging out again. Yeah. Um, so I like if it takes a mugging, you know, to, to get us hanging out again. Yeah, I um, guess that'll do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought that it was really nice for her friends to really come together and actually care about this like really traumatic situation in her life. And it seems like about a one, uh, Creek uh, week has passed so seems like she's been having some adjustments and getting yeah. used to what happened I mean I think if we saw her right where the last episode picked up she wouldn't be as like level-headed or yeah. calm as she is now but a little time has passed and I think it's really nice so they agreed to go to this movie premiere movie screening rather the next yeah. day um and yeah that's kind of the plans for now yeah so then we pick back up when in Dawson's bedroom where he's like editing a film and Jen starts talking about oh this like show you have time to change into a cooler t-shirt yeah. um and Dawson's like wait what are we going to and Jen's like you like agreed you wanted I have to I have to go interview a band after a show and you said you would go um, but Dawson says, oh, there's a screening at the school and I asked Joey to go and I don't want to leave her alone. And Jen is just like very disappointed. And I think Dawson clearly recognizes that. 
And he's just like, are you like, is it okay? Like, does it bother you? And this is when she says what you said before about wanting a, a clean slate. And Dawson does the like, I feel like I've seen this in every movie show ever. Yeah. Where yeah. they're like, oh, you want a fresh start? Hi, I'm Dawson. And hi, I'm Jen. Yeah, that, um, that like fixes everything. It's totally fine now. Yeah. I, I, I do. I'm like very sympathetic towards the two of them because it is like a really tough situation to when you're trying to start a new relationship to not have the past influence it. That's very challenging. So I think that they're doing their best here. I understand why Jen feels a little like bristly about the situation and i understand why dawson is like it's not a big deal because he's really not thinking about joey in that way like he's just trying to make sure that joey is game taken care of and of course yeah. he would rather go to a film screening more so than a rock concert but then this starts begging the question of are their interests too different because Right. He's agreeable, but he wouldn't want to be in. He wouldn't want to go to this concert. And she doesn't really like his movies. And is dissimilar interests a deal breaker in a relationship? Yeah. And I think this also brings us to like the question of is uh, like the impetus for Jen and Dawson starting a relationship was his dad's death. And was it that emotional bond that brought them together gonna help them last like stand the test of time in a relationship yeah. i don't like i i'm i'm a big proponent of just because a relationship runs its course and ends does not mean it failed it just means that's what you needed in that moment that's what you both yeah. may have needed in that moment and maybe of course it's not always an amicable split but i do think that like there's still um stuff to be you know lessons to be learned and things to be gained emotional maturity to be gained from relationships that do end and i think that's the question we're kind of facing right now with jen and dawson is is like is their relationship meant to last long term do they have enough in common to keep it going um despite the fact that they don't have they both have very different interests at this point in time mm -hmm. and not only that sarah but like it's worth noting they're also very busy each of them has interests that are keeping them busy jen has her yeah. radio show and now she has to go interview this band dawson is very busy working on this movie as well as taking like being one of the friends in the cycle of taking care of joey and so i think that's eating into a lot of their separate times and i don't know that they're really coming together a ton as a couple and spending a ton of time together right now Right. It seems like they're always in and out of their their day-to-day. -day. Yeah. I mean, they do sleep under the same roof, which helps, but I don't know how long for the world that is. Are they so... having sex in the attic? Oh, yeah. Of course they are. Why wouldn't yeah. they? Well, no, I know. I just think, like, versus Jen's bedroom. I feel like you have to go to the attic because it's, like, the furthest away. Yeah, from I used to have room. attic sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please yeah, your attic wasn't creepy, though. It was, I mean, it was. Was there a bed there? It was Drew's attic. It was a futon. I slept oh, on a futons? futon. Yeah. Uh. Futon. We, we had a lot of sex on that futon. <laughs> did you just did. like futons are terrible though. I, I mean, like, I know, I know, but. I mean, you're, when you're young, it's different. That's what was going down. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah like of course they're having sex in the attic. you don't want to be on the same floor as the parental figures no no there's the and let's be real this is a massive house there's so much space to have sex in it like so yeah, many places that's true um yeah but uh can i mention one other thing about this scene specifically about jen her hair what the fuck is up yeah. with her hair okay, i know you Sarah, so well it's yeah. so upsetting it looks flat it looks and like a helmet yeah and like it literally it looks like she had a helmet on before this scene. Like yeah. what happened to the beautiful curls we had? She had some wave, <laughs> she had some bounce. What have they done to her? But this is the start of because I saw the heavy bang and I was like, ooh, I remember this era. This is like we're in we're the getting into side bang territory. Yes, this is the beginning of the emo hair era where like, it was a lot of side bang and a helmet and sh- Oftentimes it was straight. Like we're getting into a really Ugh. unique time in history. Also, we need to like mention because along with the emo haircut, uh, for those of you who didn't live through that era, generally you had the side bang, you fried the shit out of your hair, straightening yeah, it, straight and yeah. But you also had like volume on the top. Yes, so it was like yes. you almost like teased the top yes. to give yourself the bump of like it going out and then straight down. And Jen's hair is not 100 she No, like but it was the 50%. beginning of the evolution of yes. that. She is 50% of the way there to the proper emo haircut. Mm-hmm. And it's very upsetting as someone who loves Jen's curls. I'm devastated that this is what is happening north of her shoulders. Yeah. It's unfortunate she got her cheese straightener Plugged it in, turned yeah. it up to the highest, highest setting, setting. Potting, and just fried the shit out of her and hair. No, and no heat protecting spray at all. That oh, was no, that no. We didn't even know what heat protecting spray was no. back in the day. No, it's very upsetting. Um, I was uh just very annoyed by this. Um, but yeah, so Jen says, you know what? Go to the movie. I'll go to the concert with somebody who appreciates the finer points of rock and roll. And then we see Audrey in her dorm room with the radio blasting. Yeah. And of course, we're like, well, this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Exactly. Yes, of course. Let's get the fun one in. Uh, Audrey is doing what she does best and just flailing around her room. Like, who knows what's up with Audrey at any given second? Because She is just throwing the clothes all over the place. She's uh, living her best life over here. Here's a knock on the door and is very surprised to see Pacey because I suppose since they had sex probably like a creek week ago, they haven't spoken because Pacey didn't call her. This is fucked. Naughty. Let me that tell you. Naughty. This is okay. I understand like we can be we can try to be mad at Pacey. What I actually want to be mad at is the writers because this is so on Pacey like. Yeah. Pacey had that gleam in his eye. We talked about this last episode or the episode before, it doesn't matter. When when Pacey likes someone, he gets a gleam in his eye. He gets the like I only have eyes for you look. He gets the dog in a cartoon where the eyes are hearts and they pop out of its head like True. auga. He gets the auga eyes. And there's no way Pacey is going a full Creek Week not calling Audrey. Okay. I have some, like, a hot sizzling take. Okay. Give me the take. It's probably not that hot. Pacey does not see Audrey as girlfriend slash love material. Oh, I hard disagree with this. Really? I do. He doesn't love, like, have potential to love her. I think he just started dating her. What do you mean? Of course he doesn't love her yet. Listen. He, I don't think that he has, like, love feelings for her. I think that he just wants to have fun and have sex with her. 
I don't think that she no. he sees her as like, oh, like I can see this girl as like my long-term girlfriend, like he did with Andy or like he did with Joey. Like I think that she's he just sees her as like a fun girl. Like I think it's degraded to a fun girl. No, I think it's yes. different than Andy and Joey in that because he, it's not a love match. It's just well, they don't. Okay, I don't think match. I don't think it's fair to say that because he hasn't had enough time with her yet. Like they've been a he little knew that he liked Andy and he knew that he liked Joey. Like this, well, but I not think the, that not Joey, but he I knew that this he liked is different Andy though. The I think this is different. I think with with Andy, it was more of a they had this like love hate type of thing going on. Mm. With Joey, it was more of they were friends for a very long time, and then it was like switches flipped, and he can't stop thinking about her romantically. With Audrey, I just think it happened differently, and I don't. I think that he does see potential there, but the relationship is also still very very fresh and new, and I personally think the writers fucked up with having him not have her call her because to me pacey is he is a monogamous guy he does like fuck around every once in a while but hasn't been monogamous all year uh well no he was monogamous with fucking boat girl no he was not he was until they ended things at the beginning of the season they were a summer fling but that's what I'm saying. I just think that Pacey would have called Audrey. I think he thinks very highly of her when he complimented her and he said, like, how do you do that thing you do where you just, like, light up the whole world? He does not say that to someone that he does not have when strong feelings for. He said that when they kissed, like, after the movie was over. He said, like, oh, how do you do that thing that oh. you do? I have a better question. What name does he call our good friend Audrey? Um, Audrey? No, he calls her Audrey. What what does he call the people that he oh, actually the last loves? Name. He gives them la- what is Audrey's last name? Little Lidal. L Y D A L L, I think. We or don't L- hear Audrey's name enough. I've never Is that is that really Audrey, I don't know. Audrey Dawson's Creek. L I D D E L L. Little. Little. Well, maybe because it's really like because she's a shitty last name. Not a good name to nickname, but yeah. still, like until he calls her by her last name, I'm not putting any eggs in this basket. That's fair. It's very fair. Um, but yeah, and so he goes to like kiss her, and she says, "Um, the other night is just gonna have to be a beautiful memory. That's it." And PC says, you know what? I should have called. Like, I saw you Saturday, but why didn't I call? It would have been so simple. And Audrey says, we created a cosmic imbalance when we had sex. A karmic disturbance, if you will. Yes. Uh, And that bad energy is seeking us out. Okay? It's hovering. Um, And PC is very, very confused. And Audrey is trying to simplify it for him and be like, listen, we had sex on Friday. So apparently they had sex on Friday and then he saw her on Saturday but then didn't call after that or something, but whatever. Um, And she's like, what else happened on Friday night? Uh, Joey got mugged. And this is where it feels the most unlike PC. Well, the way that he phrases this. Yeah. He says, Joey had a little minor run-in with the criminal Uh element, but she's fine. We all rallied around her. That's it? That? Come on. You can't be serious. Okay. PC would never react like this. No. Never, ever, Mm -hmm. ever. No, um, 
And I, 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 I absolutely think it's ridiculous that he did act like this because we, he like flies off the handle every other time he has to defend Joey throughout exactly. the relationship or throughout how they knew each other. And just like I friends in general, he exactly. is always there, there to back them up. And it feels very unrealistic. Yeah. That I don't like how he's done. undermining this. It's really insensitive. And I think that, um, I mean, she was held up at gunpoint. That's not and a minor run in. No. And then she witnessed somebody literally die in front of her, get hit in the freaking car with a car and then die in front of her like this is like all very traumatic stuff for pc to just undermine like this yeah um i do have an appreciation for audrey to be like yeah the vibes are just super I, off listen listen <laughs> when i watched this episode i was like literally audrey and sarah get more and more similar as time goes on yeah because you have like a pair of socks you refuse to get rid of yeah yeah. Because they have these vibes. Okay, so like, okay, I have this pair of socks that I think I've told the story before, but I have a pair of socks that I wore a couple times where like bad things happen. So now I think that they're cursed, but I don't want to get rid of them because I don't want to upset the socks. So they just sit in my drawer and I'm like, I respect you. I don't fuck with you. Like you can stay there and I'll be here. And that's how I deal with the socks. I also this is have... a very Audrey thing. Like, that feels like something Audrey would do. I <gasps> she's like, listen, the night we had sex was the night Joey got mugged, which means there's bad juju, which means yeah. we can't have sex again. Yeah. There was this whole time where whenever I would drive somewhere, I would insist on wearing a pair of earrings because, um, as you know, my car is like a little bit of a death mobile. Yeah. So I would like insist on wearing the earrings every single time I drove as like an omen of good luck. <laughs> it's really superstitious. I'm just a little stitch. <laughs> uh, just a little stitious. Um, so yeah, so Audrey is like, we're not gonna have sex. So she goes to make Pacey leave, and Pacey says, Well, we don't have to have sex, we could just spend time together, get to know each other. Yeah. Uh, that way we can like disperse all this karmic energy. Um, and she says, I can't just hang out with you. Not what happened after last night. Maybe if the sex had been bad, we could do that. And Pacey gets this like shedded in grin on his face. Like this feels like a Pacey thing where he gets told he's good in bed and he gets this like shedded smirk on his face. I mean, he begged, begged Joey to say that he was good in bed. Yeah. Cause she goes, Oh, it was fine. It was so fine. now to get someone like Audrey, who's just like, yeah, like if it had been bad, he's like, the uh, sex was good. And she's like, well, yeah. Like, didn't you think it was good? She's like, yeah, I did. That's why I think that we should do it again. And then she's like, no, 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 no. Back out of the room. No entry. Yeah. Please she leave. She knows that she can't just hang out with PC because no. they'll have sex again. Yeah. So she kicks him out bad for the vibes. Yeah. Um, I gotta say Audrey as always is the highlight of every episode for yeah, me. I messaged uh busy Phillips and told her that she was the highlight of our coverage of. Did you? Of yeah. She did not respond yet, but I have hope. We, we can hold out hope. Yeah. yeah. I have hope. Um, she's really busy. She went to the critics. She's Awards. literally busy. <laughs> literally really busy so uh, <laughs> um but i mean i would love for her to be like just heart my comments yeah just just a heart it's all we want just a heart or um, i'll have to go to that comedy show in newark or the podcast yeah give her out we need to make business cards so you can give her one yeah just kidding I no one give has a business, her a business card, card no problem um 
So Joey goes to visit Professor Wilder. So annoying. Uh, Joey, oh, I hate those. It's it's so stupid. Where basically she's like, "Oh, I wanted to give you an explanation." Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. When he like leaves his office, there is another young hot brunette girl, and yeah. he's like, "Come and see me again if you get lost, okay?" Yeah. He does, he's a habitual dude. He does this all the time, and he's we we call over it. Joey. He's over Joey. So now he's moving on to another like under someone else. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh disgusting. He's disgusting. He's gross. Joey tries to explain like why she never came back on Friday. And he says, don't tell me though. You're going to ruin the writerly effect you created when you left. So he's trying to like, again, he's being very pretentious and trying to be like, oh, but you know what it is? You know what exactly mm-hmm. what it is, Sarah? When? His fucking ego was bruised when yeah. she didn't actually show up. And so now he's like, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Um, Dude, this pissed me off so badly because the fact that he was just like, I don't want to know and the, this conversation is over and Joey's just left like, all right, okay, so that's it. Like, I don't even have a say in this. There is two people in every conversation or relationship or whatever. Like, she has a choice, but because he's older and because he is the professor and because he is the quote-unquote authority over her – Her feelings are void. And she once again went through something very traumatic. And for this man to undermine her and be like, I don't even want to hear about it. Don't even say anything to me. Fuck you. Fuck your stupid fucking face. You're not hot. You never were. Uh, Exactly. No, I'm right there with you. Because he's like, uh, basically tells her to shut up in so many words about like, oh, well, you saved my life. Like you, you're the one who cut things off. And And so, you know what? I need to say thank you. And now we're done here. And this other lady pokes her fucking head in. And she's like, oh, are you done here? Uh, and he go- and Joey's like, oh, uh, yeah. And she's just like completely thrown for a loop here. Yeah. And she just leaves. And it's like, fuck you, Professor Wilder. He always has had the upper hand. This is why this type of relationship is not okay because there's a power yeah. imbalance. And I think Correct. this, at the very least, um, while I hate that this is a storyline and I think it's disgusting, um, we're seeing why it's not okay because there is such a power imbalance and because. Joey is always going to be on the back end here. She's always in it. And it's really fucked because she did go through something that is extremely traumatizing. And he is just not even like, nope, don't need to hear about it. Don't need to know because I've already moved on because he's a fucking sicko. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. I I am just, it's very disturbing. <laughs> and it was yeah. always disturbing. And I am apologetic for, like, whatever I said to be like, oh, like, let's just have Joey have, like, a spicy endeavor. And I regret that I said that because, honestly, it was never right. I just wish that Joey got to live a little bit. We but not just, with well, this fool. No. What, what I think we both want for Joey is for her to have, like, fun college years and experiment yeah. and dabble a little bit, date around, yeah. fuck around with some, like, randos. But, like, yeah. her professor is not a rando, I think, no. is what we need to, like, where no. we end up with And this. it's just so obvious that, like, this is, like, a rinse and repeat situation of course. for him. Yeah. And the fact um, that it's, like, another tall brunette. It's just, like, it's, it's just, it's really sick. Yeah. 
Um, so meanwhile, Pacey is standing outside of Graham's house trying to throw rocks at the window. And yeah. it turns out he's throwing them at Jack's window. He was trying to get Jen's window uh, because he knows that Audrey and Jen were going to go to the concert together. Um, and uh, Pacey is very agitated about the whole thing. Um, and uh, eventually Jack is just like, oh, they already like left. So, um, let's go. I'm, I know a bar that doesn't card and Pacey immediately is just like, great, let's go. And Jack tries to say, I should tell you. And Pacey's like, tell me on the way. <laughs> yeah. Jack's like, no problem. This is the lead up to actually, uh, a series of scenes I actually do like. So oh, same, very probably much like same. the highlight of this episode, but um, have you ever been to a bar that didn't card before you were 21? No. Oh, you're such a loser. I didn't like, okay, let me explain here. <laughs> I did not have like the college experience that a lot of people did. I did not go away to we college. Went, I went to a bar that didn't card when I was in high school. Oh my God. I never, ever would have tried that. No, I never would have tried that. The first I was like time 17. I, I wasn't like 14. I was like So 17. the first time I ever drank, I was already graduated high school. What? Um, yeah. Dude, we got drunk. Like, I, I, after we graduated, before our senior um, uh, grad ball party. Oh, no. No. The first we time I drank was in the, between. the summer between high school and college um and uh, i was hanging out at my friend's house and we got a bunch of smirnoff ices which yes. is like yep. the bitchiest drink. juice yeah <laughs> it's fucking gross and that was when i discovered that malt beverages give me headaches oh um, i didn't even get know. drunk or anything like that but um no that was the first time i ever drank was before uh the summer before college what was the uh, drunkest you've ever been oh god um, the drunkest I've ever been was I went camping and um, I brought, so I am, a, as you know, you know me, I'm a big fan of the Captain and, and Coke or Captain yeah. Coke Zero um, uh, drink, Bev. And uh, I had, so I went to the liquor store before we went camping and I brought, I bought Sailor Jerry's. Um, if, if nobody knows what that is, it's like a very similar to a, a Captain Morgan. It's a spiced <laughs> rum, but okay. Um, I didn't realize Sailor Jerry's has a higher alcohol content than Captain Morgan does. Oh, so we were camping and I was making who's, mixed drinks. We like you, Will. Me, uh, no, Will wasn't there. Um, was I even dating Will at the time? I don't know. It was me and my best friend. We were camping together. Oh, Courtney, Courtney, yeah. And so we were camping no. and I was Did drinking. You know, like, I'm not her best friend. <laughs> Like, you, you say that? you say Jillian is your best friend all the time. <laughs> I, you have to even... be my best friend, but I can't be your best friend is what you're saying. I'm saying that like if I had to do a power rankings, like you're up there. Well, you're up there too, just because I named one other person. <laughs> okay, so you and Courtney, your very best friend. Yeah, we're camping and I'm drinking Sailor Jerry's and Coke. And again, I didn't realize the alcohol content in Sailor Jerry's was different than Captain. So I'm drinking a lot of it. I got blitzed. Like I was so fucking gone. I, you know me, I'm not a crier. I'm not really an emotional person in that way. Full on cried having a conversation yeah. with her. I can't remember why there was a reason, but anyway. Sad cries or happy cries? More like a 
like uh gotta get this off of my chest cry mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and so anyway so i woke up the next morning so hungover, and i was like i'm just gonna go like lay back down on my like air mattress for a bit the air mattress had deflated to a point where i like <laughs> i got tacoed you know what i mean We're oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah totally yeah mm-hmm. though just the motion of that happening immediately got up ran into the woods and threw up oh, <laughs> no so that was the drunkest i had ever gotten in my life because i'm not usually a vomiter a like forest. i don't i don't drink and vomit oh like, i'm always a vomiter never i never vomit yeah. from drinking so that was the drunkest i'd ever ever been and i think probably stands the test of time of the drunkest i've ever been yeah. i'm not like as i've gotten older i'm more of a like i'll have two drinks and i'm done like i don't really feel the need to like drink a ton yeah um but especially because uh hangovers are a lot harder in your 30s folks yeah um true. especially with like wine like oh fuck that shit i cannot drink like a bunch of yeah. wine anymore yeah the sugars it's the sugars but anyway um what about you can you think of a time where like i think that i mean the time that really stands out was um my close friend chrissy's wedding oh where... not your not your best friend chrissy <laughs> okay my best friend chrissy's wedding yeah, see, um, she, so it was her wedding and Drew had like left early and yeah. I was already like, I had drinking like my champagne for the champagne toast, his champagne. I yeah. drank so much champagne that night and I was just like down and out like the entire night. I was raging Champagne will fuck you night. up, man. Yeah. And like, I was like, I think I've spoken about this before, but I was like. I don't smoke like I don't smoke cigarettes like I've probably smoked less than a pack in my entire life oh yeah you told me about this smoking Newports which are like the most vile cigarettes and I was a vegetarian at the time and I was eating like pizza because she had a pizza truck at her wedding that had like little like like it had like it was a meat pizza and then I didn't have my own room that night because I only booked one room for like the night before um, so I like was staying over like a friend's room and like I was sick all night, all night um, in their room, which is not a very not friendly ideal. thing to do. No. So I was very drunk then. That yeah. wasn't a move. And then I haven't haven't smoked a cigarette since then. That was the last time I ever smoked a cigarette. Yeah, and that was yucky. back in like 2017 or something. So I have very good lungs and good lung capacity. I um I got really drunk once and tried a cigar, which was fucking oh, gross. nasty. We used to I, steal I my dad's those... cigars and smoke them in the backyard. Ugh, I tried one yeah. of those like flavored ones. You remember like the grape and strawberry ones? They're like thin yeah. and yeah. Anyway, uh, cloves. I I don't know. I think they're banned in California now. Oh shit! Why? Because oh children like, flavored like kids it's like younger people want to kids yeah. and like menthol cigarettes the mint ones they they're banned in california and now. that makes a ton of sense actually yeah mm-hmm. um all right well anyway so uh yeah so they go off to this bar um meanwhile we're at a um we're at a concert and jen and audrey are just like wandering around and they uh and they're trying they're like a little lost mm-hmm. and they're um and so yeah so audrey is just like you know what I like I'm she really basically wants to like get PC out of her system. Yeah. Um, and so she's out here to meet someone and get with them because she wants to um she says she wants to see a bunch of sexy people and basically uh 
hook up yeah. with one of the band members. Yeah, so she's calling the hot one, and if not the hot one, she's calling the lead singer. Yes. And then let me tell you, we meet these band guys. Mm-hmm. Not that hot. Neither one of them are hot. Not that hot. Uh, yeah. I don't even remember who's who. Which one is Steve and which one is – I think it's Steve is the lead singer. And yeah. Wynn is like yes, other guy. Yeah. Wynn is, I don't even, yeah, Wynn is kind of a cool name. But uh, yeah. Can I, I agree think- that both of these men are wearing wigs. Has to be, right? They're both the, – okay. They, their hair be. is not moving at all. <laughs> okay, so move. Steve has like a lo- like a uh, Lord Farquaad haircut. Yeah, <laughs> like, he does. He does. Wynn is like it's like a Shaggy like oh Shaggy from Shaggy. It is like Shaggy. I was gonna say it reminds me of like a dog. Like if you your yeah. dog needs to get a haircut, like, that's what it kind of looks do. like. Um, but not, yeah, not dog. They're both, uh, I mean, I don't know. They're like like small dogs need haircuts all the time. Kind of like that. Like a Yorkie. Like a Yorkie that's overgrown. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that they're they're meeting up with them. Um, let's go to a quick ad break and then we'll come back and talk about Joey and Dawson at the movie theater. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Okay, we're back. Um, so Austin and Joey are there, and again, very like pretentious movie time. Uh, Dawson is telling her all about this like cinematographer. This is where we find out that Joey has always just like pretended to know what the fuck Dawson was talking about. Sometimes <laughs> in the movies. Yep. yep, very much so. And they're walking and talking, and Dawson sees Professor Wilder with the yeah. with a girl and a woman actually i think it's, it's the same woman it's that the same was woman the yeah so like she looks like she's another teacher yeah or something or like an admin person and joey sees it and is like frozen like she's so upset that he's there and he's there with the woman so more to come from that uh anything yeah. to make about this like are we surprised that we have a run-in or is this um, like the most like cliche tv show thing that's ever happened i mean i'm a little i feel like if we really wanted to trash this professor it would have been with the younger student who was um Mm. with him you know what i mean yeah like that's what i think we were missing out on i feel like they're trying to like play it off like oh now he's an immature whatever like with this older woman but like whatever that would have been the tea if it I was feel like that's the a better move student. right because then it really shows how much of a sleaze bag he is Ooh, yeah. but instead he gets off very easy in my opinion yeah yeah totally um, so but yeah, come jo- joey that. is and joey's asking asking act, joey is acting super sus oh already already yeah. she is just frozen solid and i think that dawson just picks up vibes from her right away that she's acting out of character yeah um and then we get uh jack and pc are at this bar um this is so funny they're having a grand old time pc's like the vibes are here like this is like a really cool place like i like you notice the fans that were like moving back and forth on the ceiling 
it like a Japanese paper fan so much. Yes. Oh yeah, it kind of looks like I did not notice, but now I see it. It's, They're so strange, but very cool looking. Yeah, this place is definitely the vibe. It has like a little bit of like a speakeasy. I was gonna say that it feeling. feels very like mature, like very yeah. like. Oh, would you like a cocktail? Would you like a what are they called? Shaken, not stirred, martini. A martini, you know? yeah. It's like a martini place. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like this place, I feel like isn't. Like, was not made to be a quote-unquote gay bar, but I think, like, it got around, and, like, yeah. this just became, like, a cool place to be. I'm you know you. what I mean? I agree like, with it's that. It's not like there's, like, drag performers or, you know, guys in assless, like, Mm-hmm. Think of my bobbers. You know what I mean? Like it's a cool, but it's a cool, no. like easy place. And Subtle, I like the I mature. like the um I like the like hints we get dropped that it's a gay bar before yeah. it, it's revealed. Like again, when Jack tries to tell PC earlier, and then obviously we see all men. Um, and then PC saying, like, oh, I like this. Uh or no, he's saying, like, oh, I don't want to run into your frat brothers. And Jack's like, that's not gonna happen here. It isn't that kind of place. <laughs> um, but PC's yeah. like, it has cheap beer, late night appetizer menu. There's not a lot of women. And Jack is just like, oh yeah, this is definitely like this is a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, uh, oh, and then he has to play it cool, like yeah, like I'm totally fine with this, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And to to Pacey's credit, like he he by the end of it, he's very fine with it. Like he's oh, totally he's cool having the out. best time ever. Yeah, he's like I feel like in a different all over the place. In a different show in the 90s, it would have been like PC immediately is like, I'm out of here. Get like, me out of here. Some, yeah, I'm too manly for this. Um, yeah. But yeah, so this was great. Uh, and then we have to go back. Like, can I just say, miss me with all of the Jen and Audrey talking to these musicians. Like, I don't yeah. care about literally any of it. I yeah, watched basically it they're both flirting. Yes. Let's like long and the short of it. The long and the short it is Steve, the lead singer, is flirting with Jen and he's like, Oh, do you have a boyfriend? She's like, mm, She's your cagey about it. And then he's like, Oh, like whoever you're with, like, should be like somebody that like you're passionate about. So that makes her question it. Meanwhile, uh, Audrey's talking to Wynn and they're like flirty flirty, but it turns out that Wynn has a girlfriend. And even though he is a rock star he is very committed to his girlfriend because he wants to be and she says isn't that boring and he goes i mean it could be boring and i am definitely challenged at times but it is worth it to be in a relationship with somebody and like put your whole heart and soul into it so basically what's happening is audrey is thinking am i ready to be in a relationship with somebody and take a chance aka with pacey while jen is like am i passionate about dawson and do our passions align with steve yeah so let's take these like as far as jen is concerned how did you feel about her like evading the question of like the do you have a boyfriend question i think that at first she really was like it's really none of your fucking business and then eventually he kind of wears her down where she's at like the point where she's questioning the validity and the strength of their relationship but i don't think that she was interested in steve i just think that he was asking a lot of questions that i think that she was wondering herself and was too afraid to ask yeah i think it's like uh 
I'm never a big fan of when they do this on TV when it's like, oh, the person didn't say they have a boyfriend right away. Like, I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, but I do think this is like leading her to question a lot of it, given they do have such different interests. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the Audrey side of things, it <laughs> I didn't mind the Audrey stuff as much just because it it read very much to me of like Audrey is trying so hard to think about anybody else besides Pacey. And this guy is like basically being like, mm, nope, you're just evading. Like you, you really do are interested in this other guy. And you yeah. probably should just be with him. Yeah, he Wynn does a good job being like, tell me about who you're talking or you're thinking about and like yeah. what are you afraid of? Like I think I like their conversation better because I think it's nice for Audrey to like, you know, hear somebody else's perspective that's a man that yeah. like is in a long-term relationship. Um with Jen, it's just like I don't think that Jen has a real reason to question her relationship with Dawson. So it, I don't love the fact that they're, you know, making something out of nothing, I guess. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm with you. I um, I it, it is what it is. Like, again, I wasn't a big fan of the Jen Audrey stuff. I would have preferred if we got to see Jen and Audrey hanging out over hanging out separately with these two rando guys that we're probably never going to see again. Yeah. Um, but cause I felt like, I don't know. You tell me, Sarah, I feel like Audrey and Jen could have had like a heart to heart. And I felt like they would have been given each other really great advice. And so I feel like, why are we getting advice from two rando characters versus versus allowing our existing cast to build this bond because while we've seen Jen and Audrey interact before they certainly aren't like friends and I felt mm-hmm. like not for nothing Jen and Joey feel like it's it's just no it's not in the cards for them to be friends no and I don't think so, so I think there's just like too much between them but tell me that Audrey doesn't feel like a girl that can bring people together like you could see Audrey being friends with Joey and friends with Jen and being like let's all hang out together like so I really wish that instead of these two rando guys that we had had more um like bonding between Audrey and Jen I just feel like it would work so much better and make a lot more sense I get yeah I I agree with you I think the show maybe thinks that that's not entertaining enough Mm. we need to get some quote-unquote eye candy which is a little laughable eye candy my ass a little laughable but I feel like that's what they think that we need so maybe um, they'd be eye candy if their hair didn't look like the back of some dog's ass like (laughs) it's truly fucking abysmal these guys are not but it's like oh these guys they have to be rock and roll people so they need to have like shaggy party hair something ridiculous um but back at the gay bar because that's where all the fun stuff is happening uh, jack comes back from the bathroom and pc is chatting with this guy and can i just say i think every bar should have this type of table that they had in this scene where it's a very slim long table with like stools on either side so you could just like chit chat and have a cute little combo i thought this was like a very cool set i was really impressed with this bar i, really I wonder liked if it. this is a real bar in boston i hope so it looks really cool uh, did you see those like old books in the yeah. back yeah you can says- read and have a drink exactly um but yeah so jack pulls him aside 
Uh, and he's just like, oh my God, this guy's a food critic for like this huge magazine and he'd given up on civilization. Um, but he's changing all of that. And Pacey's like, yeah, we've been talking for like a couple minutes, but like, he's gonna, he's gonna give us a write up. And Jack's like, but what does he want in return? And Pacey's like, oh, you think that he thinks I'm gay? And Jack's like, yeah, bud, you're in a gay bar. Um, I mean, I think that Jack kind of fumbled the ball here. Um, well, of course, Jack ends up, like, being the, the one the guy's wrong, interested in. Yeah, he had the wrong read of the situation. But they I were think really that, like, just talking, but... from an outsider's perspective, though, I feel like what from what PC is telling Jack, I feel like Jack is in his right to think that like PC, this guy is hitting on you. Like, yeah, I do think so. And Jack's whole point is like, you know, you really should be honest with this guy uh, and don't lead him on. So I guess like the intentions were good, but I just find it so satisfying that like this guy had like no interest in Pacey at all. It was so funny. And like, and uh, I love how Pacey's like, I'm a schlub. Like, why would he, you know, I can't possibly be gay, which again, in this day and age is like such a dumb thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Pacey's like, wow, now I understand what it is like to be a hot woman. And Jack's like, not that hot. <laughs> <laughs> not that hot. Yeah. Uh, like, I, you're not that attractive. Yeah. But then Pacey's like, well, we can't tell him now. He's going to think that I deceived him on purpose. And Jack's like, no, we just, we have to go because explain to him what happened. He, it's because he had, he wants to play this out because he wants that write up. I mean, listen, <laughs> is it a bit skeevy? Yes. But also you kind of get it. Like you understand what's yeah, going you on. You gotta do the hustle. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they're going to go back over there. Uh. Then we're back again. We, we can skip over the, the Jen and Audrey stuff, whatever. Jen is like interviewing Steve and blah, blah. Um. We get Joey and Dawson at the theater, which, of course, they get a perfect sight of Professor Wilder and his lady at the at the theater. Um, and uh, and yeah, like Dawson sees Joey eyeing them. He's like, you sure you don't want to, like, go say hi? Um, and she just, like, immediately changes the subject, which is so obvious to Dawson. Uh, she's so bad at being subtle. Yeah, she really is. Um. So she wants to know what the movie's about, and it sounds like shit. <laughs> so boring. And Joey's still obsessed with Professor Wiley. He's like, oh, maybe they could just be friends. And Dawson's just like, uh, he's kissing, like, that woman. Like, do you um, kiss your friends? And then Joey's like, actually, yeah, I do. I do I've kissed a lot of my friends. My friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, this is so weird. They're, like, making out, like, in the... Or they're not really making out, actually. They're just kind of, like, pecking. It's it's a, it's less of a, a less than a make out, more than a ke- uh, peck. Yeah, there was no tongue, so... no um a little smoochy smooch but joey immediately dawson's like do you have a crush on your professor um which is like no way while she's like has tears in her eyes she stares at her professor yeah um it's it's a bit it's a bit ridiculous um so uh jen and steve and win and audrey no one cares because we already talked about it because that's how much i hate this storyline um, then we're back at the bar and this is so, <laughs> so silly that, uh, PC's like, listen, um, I got to tell you something. I'm not totally. And this guy's like, oh, available. You know what? I, you know what? Uh, yeah, I get it. He's like, yeah, because yeah, now he say. thinks that Jack and PC are together, which is very funny. 
Um, and the guy's like, you know what? I don't normally do this. And this is the most awkward thing of all time. Where yes. the guy's like, I don't normally do this, but if you guys break up, give me a call. And he gives Jack his business card. Yes. This is so awkward. If this was like actually legitimately a couple and you were like, hey, but if, if you break up this one of you, okay, but you have to shoot your shots. But like, would you ever, would you absolutely ever do this? The question is, do you take the card? If you are the person in a relationship. No, uh, no. Like if I was dating someone and another person doesn't matter gender comes up and is like, and goes to will let's pretend will and I are just dating. We're not married, whatever. And goes up to will. And is like, Hey, if you guys ever break <laughs> up, give me a call. I'm fucking, I'm not even letting him take the, I am taking the card and just doing one of like the rips right in their <gasps> face. That's yeah, fucked. but you can still paste it together when you go to the bathroom. It's fucked. And take it's, a picture of it. Like, what would you do if this happened in front of you? I would take the card. Wait, if, if you're which person? If I was the, I would take the card. Okay, so if you're the I, person I need that to, is- I need, I need, I'm in a place where I need people. I mean, like, I need, like, my guy to be jealous once in a while. Oh, okay. So I'm, you're taking to... the you're talking about the other situation. So you're saying if the person is interested in you and they yeah. hand you the card, you take the yeah. card. I'm taking the but... card because I I want my guy to know that I'm valuable. Oh, see, I was saying in the instance that someone gave Will the card, I rip it up in their oh, face. Oh, you take the card from Will. I take it before it even gets in yeah. Will's hands because I think that's fucking rude. Um, but what if it was the other way around? What if someone tried to give a card to Drew? And I flip the table. <laughs> audacity of someone to do that i couldn't i would never that's so fucked to be you like know, hey if your you relationship men fails, have a call lot me. of you know what what i said you know what men have a lot of what like young men like this audacity 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 um but yeah like uh Jack i would do it so why not fun. hey you know what why not i think i would give the card out why you not? would give out a card like Why that? Not? You want oh to your God. shot. You never would. I know. You never, ever, ever would. You gotta shoot your shot though. Like oh you don't you God. miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take or whatever that basketball Wayne thing Gretzky. is. Wing oh wait, it was a hockey. Right. Um whatever. Sports. Remember sports. such a big fan of sports. Yeah, sports. Biggest fan. Um yep. So back at the movie theater. Uh, they're watching the movie and again, no one really cares. It looks really boring. We see professor Wilder get up. Um, and so Joey of course also has to get up. So she follows him outside and he's not even like looking at her. He just heals her little shoes clackety clacking on up there. Uh, and uh, he, uh, he says, Oh, I saw you when you came in. Should I be jealous? And Joey asks, are you jealous? Um, and she says, he's just a friend. And he says, mine's not and i'm like go fuck yourself i hate him i really mm -hmm. do i really yeah. hate him yeah yeah he's a <sighs> douche but it's okay yeah uh and uh so they start talking about literature and all this other bullshit well yeah okay but so, like he's saying that like i picture you as like a heroine in a book and she's like i think you have the wrong idea of who i actually am i think that you fictionalize and romanticize who you think i am in your head yeah and she's like i'm not that person 
Um, yeah, she says she's not. And he so apparently this woman he's out with is someone that like they go out sometimes they have a few drinks, they have sex. And then and when she forgets that they're not right for each other. So it sounds like this is like his his fallback, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Um. But uh. but yeah, like it's very strange. And again, Joey kisses him. And I'm just like, Joey, you're so much better than this. It just it kills. It absolutely kills me. It absolutely yeah. kills me. But like this is exactly like. I guess what I'm trying to think is like I have to remember Joey is what 18, 18 maybe 19 like making mistakes these are lessons that you have to learn in life she's a baby in like you know like she's very mm-hmm. very young he's a lot older this is her first like interest in a guy who talks to her like this you know what I mean like he he has a job like he has a he has a house like he's established and I think she's making mistakes that I think 10 years from now, she would be able to look back on and be like, Oh no, I shouldn't have done that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Also, can I just say, um, they're really going all in on like a very, uh, like brownie red lipstick on Joey, which most of the time I really like, but it is looking so patchy lately and it's distracting me every single time they do these close up shots of her face because the lipstick is so patchy and I can't help but stare at it. I know. I mean, <laughs> ugh, it's like, wait, who are we watching that wore red lipstick? And I was just like, you look like a freaking clown. I don't remember. I don't know. But bold lips don't always work for everybody. No, it's just, it's more of, like, the application of this is terrible. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, he does think of her as, like, a heroine. And, um, and yeah. So, he asks, are we okay? And she says, we're fine. Uh, and he says, in five years, you're going to know everything I know and more. And I will seem like the biggest dork you ever met. And I'm like, no, you're going to seem like the biggest asshole she's ever met. Absolutely. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Um. Eric wrote in and was just like I'm so glad it seemed like Professor Creeposaurus is seemingly gone he's just an older Yui and I don't see why anybody liked him including his students he's just a total ass uh yeah all all true all true hard agree um so then Dawson comes out and he's just like Oh, you know what? This is more interesting than the movie, which I thought was like a very funny line from Dawson. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, actually, yeah, you know what? This is a little bit boring. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, truly. The movie's boring. What you have going on in your personal life is way more interesting. Yeah, very juicy. Um, And so they leave and they're kind of walking together. And she asks, did you ever meet someone who saw you, really saw you, but somehow only saw the best? And he says, you mean besides you? And I was like, that's a good call out. Very that. Very that. That's a great point, Dawson. She always worshipped the ground that you walked on. Yeah. Uh, and she says, no, someone older, someone who saw everything you could be, if only, if only it weren't you, or only, if only you weren't you. Um, and Dawson's like, uh, I think you might not be. You kissed your professor. You kissed the guy who gives you grades. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> is so shocked about this whole endeavor because he would have never thought that little Joey Potter from down the creek would ever have some sort of, you know, affair with an older man, let alone her professor so yeah i think he's seeing joey in a new light too like oh maybe i don't know joey as yeah. much as i thought i did 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, and she, so she's telling him everything that happened. Uh, and he says, you took a risk, you lived, you experienced something, right? And she says, yeah, but I guess I'll never know what, what, what I would have done at that moment of truth. Uh, what I've chickened out or what I've gone through with it. The only way to know would be to, and Dawson says, stop time, go backwards. Um, and, uh, and they talk about like everything happening for a reason. Um, and yeah, I just like, you know what? I do like Joey confiding in Dawson about this. Cause I feel like she, like Audrey is much more of a like, get it girl. <laughs> and I think Dawson is like bringing the reality of the situation a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I think so. I appreciate. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so we're back with, uh, Jack and PC at the bar. Um, and they're talking about, uh, like the, the bar and it turns out that this is the bar that Audrey brought him to, which I do like this continuity here. Con I love the continuity. Yeah. Look at this. Brilliant. Yeah. This is the night that PC all cooked them dinner with, served them raw chicken because of everyone else is like everyone else forced him yeah, to. Everybody else were being the worst dinner guests ever. The worst. And then Jen and Dawson came in and they started making out in front of everybody by accident. Yeah. Uh, and so Jack says, uh, that's the kind of essence of Audrey. She zeroes in on the one thing you're slightly afraid of. And then she just does not take no for an answer. It's a good quality to have in a person. And she said, he said, and Jack says, I wonder who does that for her. And so Pacey is going to leave and chase the girl is what he says. Uh, Jack's going to stay and hang out. And he, I love the little moment of him looking at the business card, uh, as Pacey leaves. <laughs> He's really like, you know what? We just broke up. It's like yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> um. So meanwhile, Audrey and Jen are saying goodbye to the guys and talking about passion and whatever, whatever. Um. And of course, as the van uh pulls away, there's PC waiting by his car. Um. And Jen's just like, "Go on, come on, go make I him like happy." Jen is like, "He's a good guy. Like, go." Yeah, go to him. Um, which again, I thought this was like, not great. Like, I, I don't really like the mentality of chasing the girl. I think that like, it's, it's largely problematic. Um, most of the time, like, I feel like the move is more to give people space, but let them know you're available, um, mm -hmm. versus chasing. I think there's a difference between just completely ignoring somebody. Like there's a middle ground to be found between ignoring someone and chasing them. And I think it is reaching out and saying, Hey, I'm here but also take your time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, and I know it's like silly. The reason Audrey is like the, the juju and the karmic energy and blah, blah, blah. Um, but no matter the reasoning behind it, if Audrey is like not ready, then I think you just have to like respect that. Yeah. Um, but she did go to him. She did. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so they go over um, and um Audrey says that she overreacted a little bit. She can't help it. Happiness freaks her out. It's like all those perfectly manicured lawns, the beginning of blue velvet. You just know something evil lurks beneath. Ooh. Mm -hmm. And PC says, you're more afraid to have sex with me the second time than you were the first. Uh, I've got, a, I've had a very educational night tonight at my favorite gay bar. And what I've come up with is as I'm simply not going to take no for an answer uh and audrey says that's not very pc of you <laughs> it's very funny um yeah uh and then he does end up uh kissing her and uh pacey asks what changed her mind and she says she met a really hot guy in a band yeah uh, <laughs> so um 
yeah, they seem to be making up and uh, everything's working out well for them. How are you feeling about the Pacey Audrey uh, duo at this point? We're not that far into it. Um, although Joey didn't have to give her blessing, I do feel better about it since she knows. I like that they're not hiding it from anybody. And that means that I'm pro. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with you. Like I said before, I feel like their personalities do mesh well together. Um, but, uh, and I, I do agree. I think you need the Joey seal of approval in, I mean, at least for Audrey to feel good about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, uh, I do like that. So I'm f- it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ultimately I, it's fine. Yeah. I like if I I mean we're going to go to our other couple now Dawson and Jen besides the fact that I think that they're just like really doomed I really really liked them getting back together I think that couple um I am a fan of Mm -hmm. but I don't know they're like doing some like weird stuff now it's very strange Jen comes home and brings Dawson a t-shirt and she like lays with him and in his attic bed um and (laughs) she asks how's joey and he how did you feel about him spilling the beans about the almost affair with the professor i mean girly like i mean you tell will like 90 percent of everything will is my husband exactly they're together you tell your significant other like pretty much everything Mm, i don't know i still feel like i would have wanted I, maybe no. there's an off-screen moment unless where Dawson asks. Uh, unless she's like, don't tell anybody. I just feel like this is something that, okay, maybe, hear me out. Joey's a very private person. And I feel mm-hmm. like there are certain things you just don't tell people. Because what's to, I mean, there's a, they're a very tight creep creep group here. Yeah. Um, what's gets, to stop Jen around. from telling, uh, I mean, Audrey I guess Audrey already point, knows. Yeah, never mind. Audrey and Pacey already know. So it doesn't matter. So, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. Even Pacey knows. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter. Um, and so Jen is like astonished and Dawson says it was bizarre. It was almost like meeting a new person. And Jen asks, what does that mean? And he says, I don't know. Take talking to her tonight. I just realized how much time has passed, how much we've all changed. Mm-hmm. And Jen asks, and it's so bad. And Dawson says, not necessarily. And this is when this is so problematic. Like, this is so bad sign, like bad vibes, red flags everywhere. Jen says, can I ask you something? Do you think that when two people are in a relationship, they should have be passionate about the same things in order for it to work? Yeah. And Dawson says, no, as long as they're passionate about each other. Yeah. Which is fair. Very fair. Um, and Jen says, and we are right. We're passionate about each other. This shouldn't be a question, Jen. Yeah. I mean, like, they're not really passionate. I mean, about each other. I don't know. Um, I think that, okay, so number one, like, let's break this down. Yeah. You you have to have the same passions as your significant other for a relationship to work. Um, no. However, I think it's easier if you have at least a few hobbies, interests in common. Mm-hmm. That's I think, true. like, you don't necessarily have to have everything in common, but it's a lot easier if, like... <laughs> Right. I'm thinking um, like, okay, what about vacations? What if one of you is like a lay on the beach and do nothing person and the other person wants to see all the sites? That's like a little bit tricky. Um, Or if one of you is so very much into sports and the other person 
does not care one iota. Um, and there's like, and they're into not just like football season, but like football, basketball, baseball, like every season yeah. they're into something. Um, so I think you can have like a ton of differences and still be fine, but I feel like there has to be at least one thing that you both can like enjoy together. Yeah, I think that you, that's a really good point. I mean, I think that if you don't have the same things in common, showing an interest in what the other person does is important. Like for asking example, about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like somebody is interested in sports being like, how did the game go? Or like watching it with them while you're doing something else, like reading a book or like if they're excited, you get excited. Or if they're into video games, like asking them like what is going on in their game. Like you have to show an interest in what the other person is into so that you can like, I mean, it means a lot when somebody shows an interest in what you like. Yeah. So, I also think it depends on how much you value quality time. Yeah. I feel like the more you value quality time, the more you are going to want to have the same interests as your partner mm -hmm. because I don't know how you're going to spend a bunch of quality time together if you don't have anything in common. I mean, that's um, true. So I think, and I also think it depends on the person. Every relationship is different. Some people might value things in common more like me and my husband have a lot like we have a lot of shared hobbies we you do we care about the same things for the most part yeah um he's into baseball and i'm not but that's not and it's a, a semi big part of his life but it's not a deal breaker right i think there are like certain things that could be very much deal breakers mm -hmm. um so it depends yeah i mean like i'm the opposite like i drew and i have like barely anything mm -hmm. similar shared interests but I mean, I definitely show an interest in what he does. Mm -hmm. I at least ask him questions. Mm -hmm. And he asks all about the podcast and needs no, to know he, what's going on in the creek all the time. kind of doesn't, but whatever. <laughs> Don't want to drag him, but... <laughs> oh, he wouldn't listen anyway. <laughs> I, mean, he, I mean... We're allowed to drag our partners here because neither one of them listen to this podcast. Yeah. It's very freeing. I mean... <laughs> Like, not going to lie, if we're talking about it, like, I show more enthusiasm in his stuff than he shows at mine. But. I also think that's part of your personalities. Like, I yeah. think you generally put other people before you 90% of the time, and you're always the first person to ask about someone else's interest or their day or how they're yeah. feeling Yeah. before you are to volunteer how you're feeling. And I think Drew, again, he's a Capricorn. Uh, shout out to all the Capricorns in the world. Mm. I think he's the more opposite. I think mm -hmm. he's more of like, full, like his himself thinking first. Mm -hmm. um, it's but. a life that I live. <laughs> it's a life that I live. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Wait, is this like my inspirational uh, sad quotes? Yes, or it's a like life a... that I live. It's, well, I really think we need to make this a thing where there yeah. are inspirational sad quotes that you just live your life by, and it's a <laughs> life that I live. Last week was, we're all in a lonely place. <laughs> we're all in a lonely place. Uh, it's a life that I live. I think we can make money off of this, truly. And it needs to have, like, like I said, I think it needs like the, to be. the kittens that are, like, hanging on. Yeah, but no, but this thread. one. The first one definitely needs to be like the poster is just like you're looking out into a rainstorm and so there's yeah. water dripping down the glass. Oh, yeah. Um the second one, it's a life that we live that, that I, I live. live. <sighs> I think that one needs to be kind of like okay, how do you think about this? 
Yeah. There's an a tree. Okay. With an apple hanging off of it, but the yeah. apple has like a big bite out of it. Okay. Or like I rotted. Think, or it's rotting. I think I'm more into the rotted. Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> Dead inside, just oh like me. Oh my god, this needs to be a thing now. This is going to continue on. Will we make millions? Is this how we're going to make our first million? There are sad girls everywhere who would buy these posters. Yeah, I think the girl so. Cry charts would definitely buy one. Oh, with the cry log, cry log. Yeah, yeah. the tears have kind of dried up this year. Oh, that's I so mean, far. Are you just numb to it all? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so with the cry log, it's like something that I saw on TikTok where this girl um, logged all of her cries in a year, and it was fascinating. So I this year I am logging my cries and typically yeah. um basically I'm averaging way below than I should be for an average year of crying yeah. thus far on the 22nd of January which is fine but it's unexpected. Yeah. Um well we'll see maybe we'll trend up in February. February's a short month though so you never know. February I'm really busy. I don't know if there's going to be time to cry. Yeah. Which actually if I'm really busy whenever I'm busy I get like really overwhelmed and weepy. Oh so, so you might cry more. more crying. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's, there's an upside. <laughs> yeah, upside and then it's my birthday month. Which um, I mean, yeah. have you even thought about it? Like are you going to Have come I thought see about me? your birthday? Yeah, in you're going to come see me. I'll come see you. Wait, I'm going to see you in March anyway. <laughs> I know, but you know, I was thinking, like, I really wanted you to come and meet my friends, but now we have plans on that weekend, and it's like, I'm not going to get you to come meet my friends when we're going to go see other friends. Yeah, not the same So I'm weekend. a little depressed. Well, I might I'll cry later this year. <laughs> that should be on a one, too. So I'm a little depressed, and I might cry. <laughs> <laughs> Because I really wanted you to finally meet my group of friends. I'm sorry. But gonna we have other me. plans. We are hanging out with other friends. Oh my, so many friends. You have so, too many friends. You have friends. Uh, I don't have that many friends. You have Courtney. You named one friend. <laughs> and Will. And your mom. That's my husband and that's my mother. <laughs> You're making me sound so What's depressing. Page? Uh, why? Oh my God. What's Pat's anyway. page doing? nothing it's doing nothing my parents are actually uh renovating their bedroom this weekend oh really so exciting oh, for them yeah it looks no. really nice my mom sent me a photo wow um anyway wow pat is really doing a lot she's an icon truly she is she looks like she's yesterday. 41 she looks so young i think this means good things for me i hope so for your I think sake i'm gonna hold off on the wrinkles for a while i hope um, so but anyway, back to Jenna, Jenna Dawson. We're Wait, almost done with We're this. not done with the episode? I don't think so. Yes, we uh, are. Yeah, no, we didn't because we asked about the passionate about each other question. And then Dawson says, you're not having doubts about us, are you? Oh, yeah. And he says, no, I'm just tired. Yeah. I don't know. And like. And then the end of the episode, it doesn't bode well. It does not. I feel like. Uh, I give I it like two more episodes and they're done. Yeah, I don't know about this. Jen's like, oh, I'm just tired. And Dawson just like has a furrow brow, like, um, this is not good. Yeah. So yeah, this is that the type is of thing where like they both go to sleep and then Jen turns over and then starts crying in the bed next to him. Yeah, and they both have those like far off looks in their eyes. Yeah. 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 Does not bode well for things, but that is the actual end of our episode. Amazing. Um, do we wanna hit up some feedback and see yeah, what people had to say? 
Yeah. Um, we heard from Kimmy, the iconic Kimmy. Uh, she said, Sarah, you said to stay positive. You said season five couldn't be that bad. And then we get this. Mm-hmm. I mean, at last, at least last episode was absurd. So it was fun ish. This was boring. There is nothing I like about this episode. It doesn't make any sense. Everyone is out of character. Oh, great. Okay. So we're not the only ones who notice this. Um, she says, Pacey who once risked being expelled by beating up someone who messed with Joey's painting was by Andy's side after ecstasy gate and spit in a teacher's face who was picking on Jack does not give a flying fuck that Joey was held at gunpoint. Huh? At Pacey's core, he's a protector and caretaker. This is some bullshit. It is. Yes. Yep. Uh, Audrey all of a sudden doesn't know how to be happy. Huh? Uh, yeah, I feel like that is, I feel like Audrey is the most, believable character of all of them in this episode um i i feel like she doesn't think she deserves to be happy a lot of the time because of how her well, mom because her, her mom oh wow relatable <laughs> <laughs> see how much you and audrey are like it's actually unbelievable you're just like oh, relatable um jen can't form a thought of her own all of a sudden she needs every tom dick and harry to tell her about how to form an opinion okay uh, Joey's just cool. Professor Wilder blowing her off, interrupting her, not listening about her being held at gun and has forgotten how to kiss. Uh, Dawson is totally chill with Joey dating her professor. The man once went on a murderous boat tour because she kissed Paisy. Yeah. <laughs> what about the boat? We almost killed Paisy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jack spends the entire time in a gay bar talking to Pacey about Audrey. Okay, this one makes sense. He hates gay men and they want to portray him as a yes, I'm gay, but like the straightest gay ever. <laughs> anyway, this hate watch is borderline abusive. It is. Um that was hilarious i do think like jack and audrey are the most characters that are acting uh yeah. character um but but yeah largely i agree with everything murderous that, boat tour that was so fucking <laughs> funny um we did also get feedback from joy uh she says i'm sorry i missed last week's episode i was on a much needed vacation joy you take every vacation you need in the world okay don't worry about it also last week's episode was trash anyways <laughs> <You're fine. laughs> we um, thought it was on purpose she said, I will say, all my feedback would have been negative. Downtown oh. Crossing is my least favorite episode of the series. The premise isn't so bad, but nothing comes of it. And besides this episode, Joey getting mugged is never talked about again. I, except I think once more in a later episode by Pacey, which is ironic considering his behavior this episode. I oh, love, gosh. love, love him and Jack at the gay bar. But those, uh, those scenes are fantastic. But I'm sorry. There's absolutely no fucking way that this is how Pacey reacts to Joey being mugged at gunpoint. Any other episode, uh, and I would think it's totally in character for him to want to be pursuing sex again with Audrey, and I would have no problem with it. Uh, I mostly have no problem with it now, but this is the same guy who wanted to beat the shit out of Matt Caulfield when he trashed Joey's mural. Um, this is so funny. I feel like uh, I love that Kimmy and Joey are on the same page about all of this, about how ridiculous and out of character it is. Um, he feels things deeply and he cares so much, and whatever the season five erasure wants us to think, he still loves Joey and probably has some complicated feelings deep down. I don't buy for a second he wouldn't care. How many Creek Weeks have passed? One? Less than one? one nope, yeah. nope, nope. Not fucking buying it. No. Anyway, moving on. At least this episode ends the wilder possibility, but also now we're seeing that just like when Pacey and Joey were together in season four and they still had the spectrum or the specter of Dawson hanging over them. Now Jen and Dawson have the specter of Joey over them and I hate it. I love Dawson and Jen. That band guy saying people who are friends first can't have passion is just plain wrong. Why the show wants us to think that Jen would be conflicted by that is beyond me. Audrey is great in this episode and funny and it's nice to see someone being comfortable with sex and having sex with Pacey 
I'm willing to say the sex was good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Dawson is his film geeky self and not judgy, which I'd like. I'd like to say it gets better from here, but it doesn't. Not for me anyway. Um, and uh, Joy did also want to let you know, Sarah, that gray is one of her favorite colors as well. It's so a great color. Okay. I'll I don't also understand how people can be like, it's not a color. It's a freaking color that exists. It's definitely a color. It's just not a fun color. It is calming to me. That's di- yeah, that's fair. I just like fun colors. Like in if we were, have you seen the show Wednesday? You watched Wednesday, right? I watched most of Wednesday. Okay, I would be Enid, and yeah. you would be um, Wednesday. You would be Wednesday. Yeah, you're moody black and white, and what mine. You wear what color are you wearing now? Pink. I'm wearing like a muted pink. Yeah, I'm wearing black. Um, this is, and it's a turtleneck. No one is, no one is surprised by anything that you're saying right now. Yeah, but the Vegas pimple's still raging on. <laughs> no one no- knew that until you just told them because I can't see am you. So disturbed by it. I'm sorry. I'm it like obsessed tragic. with it. Every single day, I put so much shit on it now, just to suffocate the life out of it. I'm so depressed by it. Wait, did um, we finish his email? Yeah, that's the end of Joy's email. Oh, okay. Okay, and lastly, we have a voicemail from the amazing Temi. Let's hear what he had to say. On an all-new episode of Philosophical Dawson's Creek, we talk about the things that don't happen. and We imagine how pleasant they are, and then we pan out at the final part of the episode, and we show the Imagine poster again. Hi, ladies. Um, Yeah, I think it's very interesting, uh, the setup in Dawson's room in the attic. It's pretty, pretty sad. But um, um, what I realized is that um, guy in the rock band who Jen was talking to totally looks like the real life version of Lord Farquaad from Shrek. Ah! The first Shrek movie. So <laughs> I was like, yes, what a revelation. And uh, Ken Marino, who's uh, Joey's professor, he usually isn't in roles like this. He's usually more uh, like aggressively, like uh, disgusting sometimes and more of kind of like a, a jackass type character. So it's kind of interesting watching him be like this. And then he's usually kind of gross. So thanks. Temi, he is gross. He is very gross. I think what Temi's trying to say though, because I've seen Ken Marino and other things, is he's usually like more like a pacey, like a very like easygoing, like funny guy yeah. who's like gross in a different way. Gross like um like burps and farts, probably more oh. so than slimy. What is he in? Do you I've, he's I in, like, don't know this man. Things. Is he? Um, he just looked very familiar to me. He's in Party Down, um, which was like a big show in the early aughts. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's see. What else is he in that I've seen? I just know he's just like that face. Like he's been in a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. He's I'm on his IMDb. Nine. I'm scrolling and it's like doom scrolling. It's like not ending. <laughs> it's like yes, there's so much. There's a lot. There's he's nothing. in a lot of like one episode, two episodes, three episodes of yeah, shows. Yeah, he's a working actor. Yeah. 
That's oh, he what was he in Grey's Anatomy at some point, like everyone. Um, yeah, I also love how Temi also pointed out Lord Farquaad is hilarious. That's absolutely, he does funny. look like Lord Farquaad. He does. Um, but that's all the feedback we have. So, of course, if you want to send feedback, please do. Uh, Shit90spod.com. You can yeah. leave us a voicemail. Shit90spod at gmail.com. If you want to send us in an email, of course, we love getting feedback and reading it on the podcast. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to know what next episode's title is? Yes, please. Highway to Hell. <laughs> I feel like that's a good sign, right? You would think. Are we? We're going on a road trip. Road trip. Another road trip. Did we just we want- go on a road trip? Uh, road trip every day, all day. I, you we- know what? The road trip episodes are usually pretty good. Yeah. Where are we going on the road trip? Um. Let's see. Who? Who? Well, who's going on the road trip first? Everybody. Everyone's going on the road trip. Every single person. Yeah. Do we even have enough room in the car for six people? We need a fucking van. <laughs> we have enough room in the car it's um, not he's they're not it's not gonna fit into dawson's jeep no. we'll take two cars two cars right two, two yeah cars. we could do two yeah. cars on a road trip so okay maybe so, they're going somewhere hot um, is it hell maybe oh is it spring break we're going to miami oh that would be fun we're going to miami for spring okay. break and everything's Party. gonna hit the fan and everything's gonna hit the fan do we have a guest yeah. next week not next week. All right. So then no one's breaking up this week. What? Oh my God, Sarah, you can't. Okay. I'm not going to tell you anymore because you just read into everything. Yeah. So rude. Yeah, I know. Um, really 3D chess over here. You really are. We have seven episodes left in the season. Um, and it's our penultimate season, which means after season five, we have one more season of Dawson's Creek. And then we're no, be... say it ain't so. It is so. It is so. Uh, as of our current look, as the way our calendar currently looks, we will mm-hmm. finish up in September. Oh, okay. So we'll see what happens with that. But we That's are nice. currently in January. We still have seven episodes left of season five. Um, Sarah, what else do you have going on that you want the people to know about? Over at PSR, I am covering How I Met Your Father with Adam Humphreys, who's been on Humphrey, no S, who's been on our show a few times to discuss Dawson's Creek. And we had a really good time. We discussed the first season of how I met your father and kind of did a recap of how your how I met your mother. So lots of fun over at PSR covering that. Wonderful. I have not how I met your father yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I might. We'll see. Okay. Um, well, I, you know what? How I Met Your Mother burned me, and I'm still upset about it. Very long time later, it's fine. Um, over on Pusher Recaps, you can hear me talking about National Treasure, Edge of History, still. Um, and then more recently, I am playing The Last of Us and covering um, the show as a first playthrough with Brooklyn Zed over on Pusher Recaps. So go check that out. It's been very fun so far. Yeah, is that going well? Did you kill a lot of enemies? I haven't done a ton of killing yet, but that's because we're just got to the point where we're like going to be out in the wilds. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, but you can find me at the Jess Sterling. You can find us at shit nineties pod on Twitter and Instagram more to come in February with more bonus content. It is Sandy B month, as we said. Um, so you'll be seeing maybe like a Twitter poll going up on that at some mm, point soon. Very soon. Yeah. Very soon. Um, and I think that's all we have. So we will talk to you all next time when we cover Highway to Hell on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. Have a good one, everybody. Goodbye. Just ask. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me.